listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 46 of Erotic Hypnosis Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode features a story called Sweating in the Psychologist's Office. The story was written in 2004 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2008, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. Now, although this story is fictional, I am a real professional dominatrix, and you can serve me for real. Just visit my websites, dominatrix.st, for all things BDSM and for information on live servitude, and hypnosis.st for telephone hypnosis and all of my audio and video hypnosis recordings. And now, sweating in the psychologist's office. The rules of the university require that you be evaluated by the school's psychologist before you get approved for a scholarship to the prestigious school. Evelina came to her appointment, but who is evaluating whom? Evelina was finishing her senior year of high school. She was preparing for entry into one of the best schools in the country in the fall semester. She could have used her considerable mind control skills to make sure her grades were high enough to enter such a school, but she hadn't. Evelina had studied hard, and in spite of the fact that the school principal, among several other faculty members, was her hypnotized sex slave, she chose to study hard and learn in high school. In fact, she had done so well that she had won a full four-year scholarship to the prestigious university she had chosen. Then came the letter. On the embossed letterhead of the admissions office, it said, All scholarship recipients must complete an in-person psychological examination to show suitability for the rigorous requirements of the university, and such examination will be conducted by the university's staff psychologist, Dr. T. Taglau, Ph.D., in campus offices located in the psychology building. Evelina carefully thought about what she would wear to this appointment. After all, it was with a shrink, and everything counted with a shrink. Should she dress goth, her usual attire? Finally, more traditionally, she settled on a white blouse and tie, short plaid skirt and knee socks with black shoes. She did her long hair up in youthful pigtails, innocent yet sexy, very sexy. No man could resist this look. She wanted to go to this university. A few days later, Evelina presented her appointment letter to a secretary who was sitting at a small desk outside a door marked Dr. Tavali Taglao, Ph.D. As soon as the pretty blonde high school senior showed the secretary her letter, the bespectacled young woman pressed a button on her intercom and announced the applicant's presence. She pointed toward the door and wistfully sighed. 
Your turn, sweetie. Sadly, you are just what she is looking for. Evelina was puzzled by the remark, but turned the handle and walked into the richly appointed office. Waiting, standing beside her desk, was a short, beautiful Asian woman. She reminded Evelina of the sexy actress Tia Carrera, only shorter. A walnut name plaque on the desk identified her as Dr. T. Tiglao, the author of the letter. The doctor was a woman. Evelina now thought the sexy schoolgirl outfit might have been a wasted effort and frowned. The doctor was amazingly sensual. Even without a word being spoken, she carried herself in a confident, sultry, erotic manner and was wearing a dark suit and white silk blouse with the shortest of short skirts revealing beautiful, well-toned legs. Her long, lustrous black hair flowed down her back and her dark eyes sparkled as she smiled. Evelina couldn't help but be attracted to her full red lips and gorgeous face. One look at Evelina, and the woman, too, was attracted. In fact, she decided she would seduce the girl and enslave her. This was nothing new. Tiglao had hypnotized and controlled students before, but none nearly as beautiful as this girl. She decided right at that moment that the young blonde would be hers. She would own her. Evelina had no idea of the danger she was in. Let me see, she said, glancing at a file on her desk. Your name is Evelina. You are very bright. Your grades are excellent. And you are very cute. The sexy shrink spoke softly as she licked her lips. Please, my dear, sit down here. As she pointed to an upholstered leather chair next to her desk, she walked slowly back and forth in front of the chair so young Evelina could view her luscious body and smell her erotic perfume. The dark beauty spoke in a mesmerizing cadence as she moved back and forth right in front of her prey. I'm so glad you were able to make it here for your appointment today. Most new students are afraid of visiting the school shrink, but there is nothing to be afraid of. In fact, this should be a relaxing experience. Very relaxing. So relaxing. In fact, many of my visitors, my patients, even fall asleep in that big, soft chair. Don't you feel relaxed, dear? So relaxed. So relaxed and comfortable here in Dr. Taglau's safe, warm office. So sleepy, so sleepy here in Tavali's chair. To anyone else, all this talk of sleep and relaxation would have been an unexpected prelude to a deep, helpless, mesmerizing trance. It was a classic hypnotic induction. But the doctor obviously didn't know that Evelina herself was an accomplished hypnotist. She had read countless books on the subject and had hypnotized dozens of people. The student decided to play along and find out why the sexy Filipino shrink would try to, so quickly and surreptitiously, hypnotize one of her young patients. In spite of that, Evelina, through the power of suggestion, 
did feel warm and safe, just as the doctor had prompted. Tiglao stopped and stood directly in front of the chair, checked Evelina's eyes, and found them drooping lazily, as if she were dropping off into a comfortable sleep. Good girl! You are already starting to feel so sleepy, and your eyes are beginning to close. But look at me now, dear. Look at my eyes, my deep, dark, compelling eyes, and fall into their depths. You want to close your eyes and go to sleep but you feel the need to gaze into my eyes. Do you know why? Evelina took advantage of the question, and as if falling into a trance, responded slowly. I need to gaze into your eyes because... because... because you feel safe in them, dear safe in my deep, dark, hypnotic eyes. Tiglao confidently completed the sentence for the torpid teen. I think you need to rest, Evelina, dear. You look very tired. I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your eyes as you gaze helplessly into my beautiful eyes. Oh, so tired. You want to keep staring into my eyes. Keep looking. You need to keep looking into my eyes. You are losing yourself in the depths of my hypnotic eyes. It feels so wonderful looking deep into my eyes and letting all the worries of the day melt away, all confusion melting away, letting my dark, mesmerizing eyes become your world, letting my words become your thoughts, so easy to keep looking deep, deep into my eyes. If Evelina herself had not been familiar with hypnotic inductions, she certainly would have already been slipping into a trance, so skillful was Tiglao. As she continued to gaze intently, the lovely blonde student fortified her mental defenses, but continued to look into Tivali's eyes as instructed, and yet the words seemed so captivating. Soon, I'll let you close your eyes, my pet. Soon. But for now, just continue to gaze into my dark, hypnotic eyes and relax and listen to my commands. You want to listen to my commands. You need to listen to my commands. You want to obey my commands. You do so want to do everything I command. Look into my eyes and obey me, dear. Obey me. Oh, obey, the student answered, seemingly falling more and more under her control. Evelina nodded in agreement, 
and frankly wasn't certain if she was just going along or was in fact slipping away. Tavali's voice was so soft and soothing and commanding. Evelina was conscious of spinning helplessly into those gorgeous dark eyes, and was feeling so dizzy. Maybe she didn't want to fight this lovely, powerless feeling flowing over her. She felt she was floating on Tavali's silken honey voice. Maybe. Maybe. Obey me, dear. You must obey Tavali. You can no longer resist my will. You can no longer even try to resist my voice and my will. My will is taking over yours. My will is your will. Your thoughts are under my control. You are under my control. You are becoming my toy, my pet, my helpless slave. You can no longer keep your eyes open, my obedient little puppy girl. You need to surrender to me. Close your eyes now. Close them for Mistress Tavali. Close them and feel my power flowing into you. You feel so weak now. You need to obey. Close your eyes. Evelina's eyes slowly blinked once, then again, then remained closed. The lovely psychologist got up, walked to the door, opened it, and signaled for her secretary to come in. As the door closed, Tavali kissed the girl and cupped her breast as she spoke to her. The secretary didn't resist. The kiss was a post-hypnotic trigger that plunged her deep into an obedient trance. Look, darling, I've captured another little pet. This one is even prettier than you, dear. Usually I only do this with my richest patients, like you, pet, so I can blackmail them into giving me money. I find out their deepest, darkest secrets, the ones they don't want to tell their parents while they're in my trance. Then I blackmail them. But this girl is so luscious, I just couldn't resist playing with her. I'm going to turn her into a little fuck toy just like you. And there isn't a thing she can do about it. Don't be jealous, dear. There will still be room for your lips on my pussy and more important, room for your daddy's money in my bank account. But for now, I want you to go back to your desk and cancel all my appointments for this morning. I want to be alone with this little blonde slut. She has a lot to learn before she becomes an obedient slave like you. Now go, my pet. Do as I say. With that, Tavali snapped her fingers, and without a word, the secretary stiffly walked out to her desk to mindlessly follow her mistress's instructions. The darkly beautiful hypnotist spun the thumb lock on the door, assuring that no one would interrupt her brainwashing of this newly captured play toy. She loved seducing these helpless teenage victims. It made her feel so powerful. Her pussy was already moist. Tiglao walked to her desk and removed a velvet box, which contained a large yellow crystal suspended from a fine gold chain. 
She had used this crystal to hypnotize others previously, and was going to utilize its power to drive the young blonde student into an even deeper trance. She moved close to her sleeping victim and held the jewel directly in front of her closed eyes and whispered irresistible commands. You can hear my voice now, dear. Even though your eyes remain closed, you can still hear my voice commanding you. My voice leads you. My hypnotic voice controls you. My voice is speaking the thoughts of your inner mind. My words are your thoughts. Let my voice penetrate deep into your mind, guiding you, possessing you. My voice is revealing your innermost desires. The desire to be owned by Tivali. The desire to be my slave. Open your eyes now, my pet, and gaze at my magical crystal, and fall even further under my power. Look deep into the crystal. No one can resist the crystal. You are helpless to resist. Look into my crystal. Evelina opened her eyes, then slowly released her mind from the tiny recess in her brain where it had been safely hiding. She skillfully disenthralled herself from Tavali's devious attempt to subjugate her will. Now it was her turn, her turn to weave a mesmerizing spell. She would turn the tables on this treacherous woman. Their eyes locked, and Evelina's didn't waver. Tavali looked momentarily confused, and then responded. She resorted to all the stratagems that had served her so well when previously entrancing her hapless victims. The dark hypnotist enunciated in mesmerizing speech patterns, moved her fingers and hands with hypnotic gestures, manipulated the mesmerizing crystal first faster, then slower, first in the periphery of Evelina's gaze, then in the center of her field of vision. She utilized every hypnotic trick and support she had ever learned or seen in an attempt to control this young coet, the first ever to try to resist her power. All the while, the blonde teen's powerful gaze remained locked onto Tavali's eyes, pulling the Asian's thoughts into Evelina's mind, manipulating, probing, penetrating, more and more deeply into her psyche until at last she was at the very core of the psychologist's brain. Her powerful gaze held Tavali frozen, immobile, initially full of arrogance, Tiglao refused to look away. Then more and more she found herself unable to look away. Green eyes, deep, hypnotic green eyes. All she could see were Evelina's infinite green eyes. Tavali felt trapped. At first, Evelina could see fear entering the Asian beauty's visage, and then submission as the sultry teen's mesmerizing, fiery stare burned away Tavali's will to resist. To Tavali, it seemed their eyes were locked on each other for an endless time. In her mind, the girl's mesmerizing green eyes seemed somehow infinitely deep. She was lost in them, defeated, enraptured. 
entranced by Evelina's amazing, infinite eyes. Evelina knew she had won the struggle. Slowly, the young blonde rose and walked around to the back of the dark-haired psychologist. She reached around from behind and enfolded one of the Asian's full, firm breasts in each hand. She ran her wet, warm tongue salaciously up and down Tavali's neck, then whispered hotly in her ear, Submit. Evelina then placed her hand on the woman's shoulder and slowly turned her around so Taglao was once again gazing helplessly into her deep green eyes. Submit to me, she repeated, and then the Asian beauty fell to her knees. Embrace me. Helplessly. Tavali wrapped her arms around the blonde's trim torso and forced her face into the young girl's delta, kissing and licking as if Evelina's plaid skirt were a delicious meal and the shrink a starving woman. Evelina smiled and pushed the kneeling woman away. When did you first start preying on helpless young girls, you bitch? Almost as soon as I learned to hypnotize. I'd hypnotize professors to get what I wanted in college, then other students, men and women. Then after I got my degree, I enslaved one of the deans here to get this position. At first, it was just for power and sex. Then I thought of the blackmail scheme, and I've made lots of money. But mostly, I just like to have pretty young girls lick my pussy. Well, said Evelina, at least I can't fault you there. But I don't like the blackmail. And the enslaving young girls who haven't done anything wrong. It's cruel. Tell me about your secretary. The entranced Asian, still on her knees as if before her new goddess, replied, Her dad is a rich politician, and she came to me for help after her boyfriend broke up with her. I turned her into my sex slave, and I make her live with me, and pay my rent, and be my maid. She was one of my first slaves here at this school, and I've kept her as a pet for over three years. Funny thing is, I don't even let her remember anything about her slavery when she is awake. She just thinks I'm blackmailing her. She thinks she's having memory problems now. Poor bitch. She'll be my hypnotized fuck toy forever, or at least until I get tired of her. Evelina thought about that and decided to change the young woman's future. Tavali had enslaved her, and Evelina would change that, but she knew that at this moment only Taglao could control the young woman. She was under Tavali's spell. Tavali, what is your secretary's name? It's Dana. Tell her to come in here and have her wait for new instructions. Do it, Tavali. Do it now. To control people directly is one thing. But to control others through an intermediary is like the difference in pool between sinking a ball straight in and a three-cushion two-ball shot. This conversion would be a complicated bank shot. Obediently, Tavali rose and went to the door, unlocking and opening it. She looked at Dana and told her, Come in the office, Dana, and stand at attention. I am going to command you, and you will obey. 
The entranced secretary immediately rose from her desk and walked mindlessly to the center of Teglao's office. Face Dana Tavali, Evelina commanded. The two attractive women stood close together, facing each other. Again, Evelina walked up behind Tavali and pressed her breast salaciously into the Asian's back and moved her body erotically. She reached around the dark beauty and started to massage her breasts and licked her ear. Tell her that she must obey Evelina from now on. Mm, the aroused woman moaned. You, you must obey Evelina. Must obey. Must obey. Mmm, Evelina. Dana nodded. Tell her she is free from your control. Oh, mm. you are free from my control. Free. Taglawa moaned almost orgasmically. Evelina's touch was driving her crazy with lust, even in her hypnotized state. Evelina stepped back. Both of you face me. Like new recruits in some kind of erotic female army, the two turned and stood at attention, awaiting further orders from their beautiful blonde drill sergeant. Tavali, strip, she commanded. Dana, watch her. The two obeyed. Dana, as Tavoli undresses, her power over you subsides. With each piece of clothing she removes, another part of her dominance over your mind disappears. And when she is totally naked, you will be free of her control. Do you understand? Yes, ma'am, I will be free. And Tavali, with each piece of clothing you remove, your submission to Dana grows. When you are naked, you will realize she is your mistress. You will do as she says. You will be her servant. Do you understand? Dana's servant, she whispered as she continued to remove her clothes, piece by piece, dropping each to the floor. Soon the lovely Asian psychologist stood naked before the two young women, and Evelina commanded, Dana, touch your new slave. Tell her she is yours. She is your property. Kiss her. The young secretary reached and grabbed Tavali by the hair on the back of her head and pulled her face toward her own. She covered her mouth as Teglao let out a moan. You are mine, bitch. From now on, you are mine. Say it, slut. Tell me you are mine. Yours! She screamed as Dana pinched her tender nipples. Evelina took Dana's hand in hers and moved it to Glau's pussy, moving it back and forth, covering it with the moistness oozing from her cunt 
Then she moved it up to Tavali's lips, forcing the woman to taste her own juices. Tell Dana you love being made into her slut, Evelina whispered. Slut. Mmm. Ah. Oh, Dana's slut. Love. Dana. Dana's slut. Mmm. Good girls, whispered a smiling Evelina. Now I'm going to leave and you two are going to have erotic, stimulating sex. Dana will be in charge, as she now will be in everything. Tavali will obey her every command. And Tavali, you will never take advantage of any of your patience again. And Dana will make sure of that. And by the way, after you two get dressed again, you will fill out the approval form for my enrollment. But all that you will remember is that I visited today and that I am very beautiful. But if I ever say the word, Evelina's mesmerized pets. To either of you, you will fall back into this deep, obedient, hypnotic trance and will obey my every command. Do you both understand? Yes, yes Evelina, the duo replied in unison. We, we are Evelina's mesmerized pets. As the lovely blonde turned and exited the office, she could hear their moans of pleasure. Mm -hmm.